Proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there! Turn it up. It's your life. The mixtape. I'm Greg Howard Jr., podcaster, TikToker, public nuisance. Each week, I invite a special guest to talk about their life through the songs that had an impact on them. A bit of a warning, uh, there may be some cussing, so if that's not your thing, feel free to skip that part. Um, Also, we may get into some heavy subjects, so if that's not your thing either, you can skip those parts too. But uh, don't skip too much because we talk about some really great songs in this episode. Welcome to a very special episode of Your Life the Mixtape. It is uh, Red Nose Day UK um, and the Joyful Warrior Podcast Network, as well as this show and many others, are raising money for comic relief. Uh, There is a donation link in the episode description. So if you are able, please um, kick some money to this really incredible foundation. Um, It is not very often that um, someone asks to be on one of my shows. Usually I am, I am the person uh, sliding into DMs and leaving passive aggressive comments on tweets and Instagram posts. But today's guest has now made that possible uh, as she messaged me and wanted to be on the show, and I'm very, very excited to have her. Please, friends listening all over the world, please welcome to the show. Samantha's here. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing good, doing good. (laughs) Good deal, good deal. So, as this is a music podcast, uh, I take it you, you are a fan of music, yes? I am. Good deal, good deal. So let's get rolling. Um, what is your favorite song right now? Um, I'm not into the new music hardly at all. It's um, I'm a I'm an '80s girl, but there was a remix, and I'm not big on remixes. I made, and it's by Elton John and Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa, um, yeah. Hmm. Cold Heart. Um, oh, fantastic it, song. It, it is great. It is great. And when I first heard it, I thought, wait a minute. 
is that Elton John singing with her? And it is. Like, and I thought this is amazing, and I love it. I, I absolutely love it. That's 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 a fantastic track. And you know, as as far as you know, new music goes, I there's I have to agree with you. There's not there's not a whole lot that I'm like super big on. Um, but that is that is definitely a a fantastic track. So let's take it back a little bit. Um, what is the first song that you remember hearing? Well, being from the South, you know how it is in the Bible Belt, and um, you was raised in church, and so I was thinking about this because it was hard for my memory. Like, how long do I go back? Um, my first song was a Sunday school song, This Little Light of Mine. That's the song that kept coming to my mind. Um, we sang it in Sunday school all the time. So that's the first song that I ever remember um, being raised in church, um, remember ever hearing and singing. I, I love it. I love it. Um, a note to uh, the listeners, this show is um, very popular in the United Kingdom. Uh, so to to our friends across the pond, um, our our cousins across the pond, uh, the the best way to know if someone is from the American South is how they pronounce Sunday. If they are like truly from the American South, they will pronounce it Sunday. <laughs> and that's it. Like I'm not I'm not making fun of you. That, that was. And I, I get moving. I moved to Wisconsin, and they all, you know, how they talk up here, and everybody's like, "Oh my God, you talk! So, I love to hear you talk. Where are you from?" <laughs> so, <laughs> my my favorite is to be somewhere out of the South, and to hear like somebody from the North or Midwest uh, tell a Southerner. Oh, I love your accent, and to hear the Southerner respond, "What accent? I yeah, ain't got no accent." That's what I say. I'm like, "Y'all got the accent. I ain't got no accent." <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So, what is a song uh, that always makes you cry? Okay, so I'm gonna try not to cry when I tell this story, but um, I lost my mom uh, 11 years ago. I was only 32 years old, um, and I had a really hard time with her death. And at the time, I went to church, and there was this song called "Help Me God" um, by Kathy. I want to say Trocola, Trocoli, T-R-O-C-C-O-L-I. Okay, um, I know you're talking about. Yeah. Yes, that song helped me. Um, I cried a lot <laughs> during that, but it helped me um, through that hard time in my life. I had a really hard time, so um, that song, I, I, I just scream and cry to it every time. I, I try not to listen to it anymore because now I'm getting to where I've got good memories of my mom, and I go back and I, I laugh when I talk about my mom, so that song I try to avoid. <laughs> That's that's fair. That's fair. Um, I I am familiar with that song, uh, and it's it'll get it'll get you in the field. Like yes. 
So what's what's a song that is terrible but you love it? Like what's what's your guilty pleasure song? I don't know that it's terrible, but I've heard a lot of people say, "Oh my God, why do you like that song?" And I just do, and it's "Don't Want to Miss a Thing" by Aerosmith. Like I love that song. <laughs> I. You know, I don't know that it's a terrible song, but I th- I think people's problem with that song is that, you know, when when Armageddon came out and when that song came out, it was fucking everywhere. Right. <laughs> so I mean, it's re- it's really it's really not a bad song, but I can I can see it like it's it's a good guilty pleasure song. So so I'll let you have that. Yeah, I, I absolutely love it. Like when it comes on, you know, it's one of those songs you belt out to in the car, wherever you're at. <laughs> so. uh, speaking of belting out wherever you're at, uh, what's the best song to sing in the shower? <laughs> I always, and I don't know why, <clears throat> but it always comes to my mind when I get in the shower is Nothing Compares to You by Sinead O'Connor. And it's Hell a song, yeah. another song. That you can just belt out, and it just has so much meaning and stuff behind it, and memories. Like I can just think of the lyrics of that song, and and knowing that uh, Prince wrote that song, and then like just listening to it, and I get in the shower, and it just some sometimes it just belts out. I just I can just sing that song in the shower. <laughs> uh, have you have you heard uh, the Prince demo? of nothing compares to you i i think i have yes um but it's probably been a while since i've listened to it because that is that is the song that always makes me cry like his his version of it because yeah yeah i love prince anyway so (laughs) so what is i'll tell you well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. Go ahead. What you got? What you got? He's the only celebrity that I cried when he died. I, I, I don't know why. I don't know. I mean, I know he's a legend, and I know, but I don't cry over I mean, because I don't know him personally, but his death wore me all to pieces. <laughs> okay. I mean, That's all to, I wanted to say. To, to be fair, um, I, I called out of work the day that he passed wow so wow so you're not alone in that what song best summarizes what love is just breathe by pearl jam um as a woman um there's just something about hearing a man that how deeply he loves you and and how he deeply appreciates your worth and and that song, the, uh, it's just got so much depth to it. And I, I love it. And it's, it's such a beautiful love song. Uh, that's sweet. I love that. And also, you know, a note to uh, the listeners. Uh, Sam's, I, I don't want to say Sam's better half because she is the better half of that equation. Uh, <laughs> is uh one of my business partners so that making that connection to that song with him uh is is super sweet yes 
It's pretty amazing. So on the flip side of that, uh, what is the best song about a breakup? A lot of people don't know. I mean, I don't share a lot of my personal life on social media. Um, not even when I'm going through it. I keep it all bottled up and I don't. And I talk to my close friends. Um, but two years ago, I started going through a divorce after 21 years of marriage. And I'm the one that ultimately decided I'm leaving. I'm unhappy. And I tried my best to explain, and he he couldn't understand. And, of course, you know, you get called every name in the book, and <clears throat> he's just that type of person. But anyway, um, the song by James Morrison, The Pieces Don't Fit Anymore. Um, I've, I've always loved James Morrison. I always loved his music. But that song um, really explained why I'm leaving. So when he would ask me, like we would talk and he would ask me, why Why are you leaving? Why are we getting divorced? I would say, I've explained it to you the best I can. Um, you don't want to listen to me, but you can go listen to the song, The Pieces Don't Fit Anymore. Um, and I think that's one of the best breakup songs, especially after a long-term marriage relationship, um, when you just can't explain explain it for them to understand you know i thought that song was very fitting that's that's a fantastic song too and i i just love him like i think he's an amazing artist i feel like and i and i could be wrong and, and somebody will undoubtedly correct me on this um but i feel like that is the first time james morrison has been mentioned on the show so good job. He's, um, he's got such a beautiful, beautiful voice. And I love him. So. Um, what is what is a song that uh, you once loved, but you've listened to it recently and you realize that it's just it's it's shit. It's terrible. Again. <laughs> being from the south and being, you know, especially from West Virginia, you're you're stereotyped as a hillbilly, as uneducated, as unhealthy, as, you know, um, all these stereotypes, then you're also characterized as a redneck. Um, and I heard this song not too long ago, and I thought, man, this song is a redneck song, and I hate it. Why did I used to love it? Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. Ma'am, you take that back right now. You take that oh. back right now. <laughs> now i used to love it like but when i'm loudly when i listen i'm like that's a very redneck song (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) all right i'll you know what i'll let you have it i'll 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 let you have it um what is what is the greatest song from a film soundtrack the greatest song from a field soundtrack is I Will Always Love You. Um, I mean, it's just a, of course, Dolly Parton wrote it. Um, What's it? Hold on. <laughs> Did I lose you? No, you're good. You're here. Oh, okay. 
Um, I think I misinterpreted the question. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Go ahead. No, you. Uh, your answer is actually the most popular answer to this question. Yeah, for, from the bodyguard. Um, it, it's just a. Um, it's just an amazing song. <laughs> so, and Whitney Houston singing it like her voice is absolutely one of the most iconic beautiful voices out there so that that's the song I would pick that is, yeah I mean that's like I said that is the most popular answer to this question and uh you mentioned Dolly Parton and you know Dolly's version actually appears in the film as well yeah. so technically yeah. the Dolly Parton version of I Will Always Love You is a part of the Bodyguard soundtrack in two ways yeah um what television show has the best theme song well a lot of people probably and i've listened to almost all the mixtapes so I, I think i know what they've they've all said but i'm i'm in a little bit disagreement because i just love this show and i love the song and um is with a little help from my friends by Jim Crocker, The Wonder Years. Hell yeah, that's, yes. I absolutely love the song. Um, I love the the show. Um, and when you hear that song, that's what you think of is The Wonder Years. This is, this is true. Uh, what is what is the song that whenever it comes on, you you just absolutely have to dance to it? Um, it's my. I'm gonna say it's probably my favorite song. It's such a happy, loving, dancing, good song. Um, is I want to dance with somebody uh, by Whitney Houston. Absolutely, absolutely correct answer to that question. I, I could not agree more. There's like just as soon as the the drums in the beginning start, it's I'm on it. So excellent. Yeah. Uh, what is the song that means the most to you? Not not necessarily because of the song itself. The song itself could be shit, um, but maybe the memories you have attached to that song. So this is going to be a funny story, but I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the most current um, situation and then I'll give you a backdrop. My cousin and I were the same age. Um, my dad passed away in 2015. Five days after we buried my dad, she passed away. But we were like sisters growing up. Like, we done everything together. Um, we were almost like twins. We were the same age. She was a month older than me. Uh, we stayed with each other during the summers. Um, like, cousins were the best back then. That's just the way, I, way we were. We were close like brothers and sisters. Um, but <laughs> growing up, <laughs> of course, being from the South, being raised in church, we played church a lot. And... The song that um, means the most to me, and it's not 
because I think it's a wonderful song. I mean, it's a good song. It's just because we used to play church and praise the Lord to. <laughs> and it's just a funny story. Is I Love Rock and Roll by John G. <laughs> right on. It's, it's just a memory of her and I, like something we've done together. Um, and it was, I mean, it's funny now, like when our parents was telling us what we, you know, which we remember, like we know what we did. It was on the steps of my aunt's house. We would sit there and we'd sing I Love Rock and Roll and we'd say praise the Lord. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a song that always will be special to me. That's fantastic. I love that. That's a that's a fantastic story. <laughs> so gun to your head, uh, what's the song that you could sing every word to and not fuck up? Well, the funny thing is, is I always, always, always mess up lyrics to a song. I don't care if it's something I've heard a million times. I'll mess them up or, or die. <laughs> but there's one song, and it's because we sang it as teenagers. It came out when I was in my junior year of high school, and it was a song that every little girl about that age, back then, kind of related to um it's strawberry wine by dina carter uh, i can sing every word of that song. excellent fucking song it is it is and i i also know every word to that song um uh, that one and did i shave my legs for this are the two oh. songs off her first album that such a good such good songs uh what is the song that reminds you of home believe it or not it's not a song it's not very old i'm, I'm not sure when it came out um but this song reminds me not the not the house that i grew up in and kind of sort of the house I grew up in, but my aunt still lives there. So it's still in the family, but it's more of the love that we shared. And my mom and dad were such good parents and they tried to raise us right and teach us about life and about how to treat people. And um, this song, I relate it to my mom and dad both, um, is The House That Built Me by Miranda Lambert. Oh, I love that song. I did too. Like it, and it's one of those songs that I used to not be able to listen to um, until recently, the past couple of years. I'm better about listening to it without crying because now I, I think about those memories and, and they're all good memories. So they make me happy. That's, that's a fantastic answer. Uh, switching gears a little bit. Uh, what is, what is the sexiest song? Listen, this woman's voice, to me, there ain't nothing like it. And not that, you know, um, she's just got an amazing, outstanding voice that you just, you just know who she is when she sings. And the song that I picked for the sexy song is Turn Me On by Nora Jones. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Lord have mercy that song. <laughs> I love that. That's yes. 
that's you know and that's when when you think of like sexy music Nora Jones isn't a name that immediately like jumps out at you but mm-hmm. now now that I think about that song I'm like oh oh okay yeah yeah I see that yes yeah and it's more the words and the way she sings it like you know like it's just an amazing song. <laughs> what song um, do you most relate to? Like, when what's the song that when you when you hear it, you go, "That's me." Listen, I had the hardest time because I don't like to brag on myself. I don't like to think of myself as better than anybody. Um, but I do like to share kindness, and I do like to share love, and I do try my best to be as upbeat and positive um, in every situation. And the only song that I could come up with that I thought, man, I, I am relatable to that song, is Put a Little Love in Your Heart by Annie Lennox and Al Green. Yes. Excellent track. I... So I'm always wanting to just sprinkle love out in the world i want the world to be a better place so i love that i love that and you know since since you won't brag on yourself i'm going to brag on you uh you ma'am are the best of us thank you sometimes i don't know how to take compliments and stuff and it's just because i'm i'm a nobody i'm just in my own little corner of my own little world and just trying to show what my mom and dad taught me. Your mom and dad raised a great woman. And I appreciate you being here. Thank you. What is the song that defined your generation? I had trouble with this one, too. And the only song I can remember, too, and it's because everybody went on the dance floor Everybody, it was at it was at prom, and the song played, and everybody was doing the the uh, the line dance to this song, and it's "Return of the Mac" by Mark Morrison. Yes, <laughs> I was like, I don't know, like I had a really hard time, and I was like, this song, but it means a lot to you. Like when you look back and you think, gosh, there's this song come out in my junior year of high school, but it brought us together as, as friends on the, on the dance floor, you know? So. Everybody, everybody that I've um, had on this show, that's, that's always the question that trips them up because they're like, there's so many songs that you could go, well, it's, it's this, but it's also this one and this one and this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like, I thought, well, living on a prayer. You know, that's a great one because, but then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a, a more newer for my generation. So I like it. That's an excellent song. One of my favorite songs. What is the song that, in your opinion, is objectively the greatest song ever written? Well, you know that my opinion matters. <laughs> I'm, just <kidding. laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I thought about this and I thought this song 
can be sung a cappella, can be sung opera, can be sung um, karaoke, can be sung as a cover, can be, and it's a very, it's a song that a lot of people's heard a lot. Um, it's been in the movies. Um, but to me, there's no greater song written than Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. That is, yeah. That is, I, I don't think that's ever been mentioned uh, in in this question. It, it's just an amazing, I mean, it's just, and it's got meaning behind it too. A, a lot of meaning. And it's 97 minutes long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What song is the one that you've listened to the most? Again, growing up in the 80s, I am a hair band. I love hair bands. I just do. I love them. But my favorite one was Firehouse. Um, when I got their cassette tape, <laughs> I absolutely burned it out like it was a constant well there's one song on there that i've played a million times and to this day when it comes on the radio or on pandora or spotify or whatever i'm listening to um is don't treat me bad oh yeah excellent song so i know you don't like to be negative we don't like to be negative here on this show uh but but just (laughs) Just real quick, we're we're gonna be we're gonna be a little negative real quick. Um, what is the worst song that you've ever heard? Um, we're gonna be real negative because I hate hate this song. <laughs> I think it's awful. I think I don't like the group that much either that sings it. Actually, I really don't like them at all. I only like one of their songs, but is "Give Me Back My Bullets" by Leonard Skinnerd. Fair. Absolutely fair. I'll let you have it. Oh, my gosh. It is the most annoying. I, I just, I don't like nothing about it. Nothing. And I mean, to be <laughs> fair, you know, I I don't know that, like, I've ever met somebody who would say that they're a Skinner fan. Like. Oh, I have. Oh. Being from West Virginia, that's all you hear. Oh wow! Oh. <laughs> yeah, especially my part of the my part, of Mingo County, buddy. It's <laughs> redneck there. <laughs> that's funny because you know I'm in Alabama, and you know it's either they people down here they love Sweet Home Alabama and Freebird, and that's it. Freebird, yes, Freebird every. Every, my nephews, like, my nephews love to play instruments. They're growing up. Their father's instrumental. My grandmother was instrumental, play guitar. So they're playing guitar. Well, every time you get around somebody that plays guitar, guess what song they want to play? Freebird. Play Freebird. Like, <laughs> yes. It's like, play Freebird. I'm like, no. Let's play something else. <laughs> But that's one of the songs that I guess it's easy to play and they learn it the quickest and it's got probably 
all the notes they need to learn to where their fingers go. I don't know, but oh, it's funny. I, because, I'm just not, you know, a guy with a guitar in the South will play Freebird just as often as a guy with a guitar on a college campus will play Wonderwall. Yes, yes. <laughs> now I like Ronda, Wonderwall. Uh, Wonderwall. Uh, what is what's your theme song like if you could have a song play every time you entered a room what song would it be well I hate to be all kumbaya and all this all the time but this is another song that I feel like that you should never give up hope um as long as you're breathing there's hope I know a lot of people don't think that when they're in when they're in the situations that they're in or whatever like sometimes people feel hopeless but i promise if you just let that pass you'll you'll be a better you'll be better for it um but the song my theme song is don't stop believing um by journey and i know it's played a million and one times and people probably get tired of it but i just for the career and for the love and for the you know, the relationships that you want with your family and your friends, I just don't think you should ever give up hope. That's fantastic. And, you know, if, had you said the Glee version of that, I, I would have ended this interview immediately. Um, but, you know, you, <laughs> you, you said journey, so I'm gonna let you have it. <laughs> oh, gosh. So what's a what's the song that you just always have to put on a playlist? Doesn't matter what kind of playlist it is, this song is going on it no matter what. Listen, I love music. And I was like, well, this song goes on my playlist, every playlist I do, and this one goes on every playlist I do. And this is and I was like, I don't know what particular song, but I I try to put meaning behind my song and Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cindy Lauper. That will go on every playlist I ever have just because women want to have fun. We don't want to be tied down to, you know, and, and be submissive and be, you know, let us be who we are as a woman and let us do the things that we need to do and quit trying to control our bodies and control, you know, and that's what, that song will always go on a playlist for me. Hell yeah. I love that. That's fantastic. So, um, unfortunately, uh, you've, you've died, um, in, from somewhere between the time that we started this and us getting to, uh, this last little bit. Um, and right now you are at uh, the gates of whatever afterlife uh, you, you choose to believe in. And before they will let you through the gates, they're gonna make a mixtape of your life. So tell me, Samantha, what is the first song on the mixtape of your life? This goes back to me being a woman. 
Um, I'm very independent. Um, do I love being in relationships? I do. Um, do I love feeling loved? I do. I mean, everybody does. Um, but as a woman, I am a very respectful human being. I'm like Terry when he says, I'll match your, um, I'll respect you as long as you respect me, but I'll match your disrespect. Um, I paraphrase that. I don't know exactly how he says it, but in <laughs> other words, you respect me, I'm going to respect you. If you disrespect me, you have it. You know, um, but I'm my own person and I'm an individual. I'm a woman. I feel like that I should have control of who I am as a human. And like I said, my body um, and the song that, um, that I would have on my mixtape is You Don't Own Me by Leslie Gore. Fuck yes. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> yes. She she came out with that song about the time, I guess, all the women's rights and stuff were happening. And that song is just, it just, it just hits like, you don't own me. I'll be, That's... I'll be as sweet and loving as I can be, but you don't own me. Sorry. <laughs> And what's funny is as you were as you were talking, like in in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, like trying to trying to figure out what song you're gonna pick. And like <laughs> I had just because I'm a woman by Dolly Parton. I had Sisters Are Doing It For Themselves by Annie Lennox and Aretha Franklin. Um, I had Control by Janet Jackson. And like you you dropped You Don't Own Me, and I was like, holy shit. That's yes, ma'am. Yes. <laughs> so we have come to the end of the show, this very special Red Nose Day episode of Your Life, the mixtape. Um, Sam, right now, if there is anything you would like to plug, if you'd like to drop your social media handles, you are free to do that right now, ma'am. It's just my first and last name, Samantha Basden. Um, I don't know. Do I got a seventy? I don't even know what it is. <laughs> I'll, uh, okay. I'll put. No, I'll it's put just it my first and last name, Samantha Basden, on Twitter, um, and I, it's Samantha Basden on. I think all my social media. I've got Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter. So it's my real name. You're on TikTok too. 79 is, your, is TikTok. The rest of them, oh, okay. is, it's just your name. Okay, awesome, awesome. <laughs> but I will, I will drop that um, down in uh, the episode description. Um, also, if uh, you would like to check out uh, the man that makes Samantha happy. He hosts uh, some podcasts right here on the Joyful Warrior Network. Uh, he's got uh, Long Story Short, which is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Uh, that's him and uh, oh shit, I've just forgotten her name. Liz. Liz is her name. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. She's going to kick my ass for that. Um, <laughs> and then he also hosts uh, the Barbecue Interview. Uh, which is a weekly interview podcast, which I recommend that everyone 
please check out. Um, Sam, thank you. Thank you so much uh, for being on this special episode. Um, thank it was fucking thank you for having me. <laughs> I loved thank every- Thank you for having me and it's been great. I have loved every minute of this. And to the folks listening at home all over the world, um, again, we are raising money for comic relief on Red Nose Day. Uh, there is a donation link in the episode description. So if you are, if you can, if you're able, um, donate some money to a worthy cause. Your Life the Mixtape is a dollop of Trollop production in association with Spring Break 83 Productions and the Joyful Warrior Podcast Network. 